This week's episode, I'm entitling Thanksgiving because it's Thanksgiving, October 11th, 2021, Canada, Thanksgiving long weekend. So that is what I'm talking about. For those of you who know me or don't know me, the previous week has been hell. My wife, Carly, on the Tuesday previous, I can't remember the date, but it's easy enough for you to figure out if you really want to, was complaining of not being able to breathe very well, so we went into the emergency room. They prescribed her some inhalers and gave her some steroids, said she should be good by Thursday, and we're supposed to fly out to Phoenix on business on the Sunday. So that was a Tuesday. The Wednesday, she thought she was getting a little bit better, but then by Wednesday night, she was back to not feeling well and so, long story short, she slept out in the living room, which is not very common, in the chair sitting up. And she called me about 3 o'clock. I got up with her, or 2.30, and just stayed with her for a little bit till she felt better, went back to bed. 5 o'clock, she texted me, because I guess she was calling for me and I couldn't hear. And I went out and she said, look, I think I need to go to the hospital. So I called her an ambulance. They showed up about 5.30, which is another story. I wasn't too impressed. But that's another story for another day. And they shipped her off to the hospital, which the other hospital that they go to is a bigger one, and you're not allowed in. You know, they don't, because with COVID and everything like that, you have to stay out. So I didn't know what's going on. You know, I went... Got ready, stayed up, and then I had a meeting at 9. So I was downtown, Kelowna, 9 o'clock, and the phone rings. It's an emergency room doctor. And she said, you know, basically, what measures do you know, what measures your wife wants to go to save her life? And I said, she wants them all done, because we had... For those of you who know me, know that I've lost my, my dad passed away in September, and you know Carly and I talked about it, and we both had said the previous week if something had happened, we want everything done possibly that is possible to save our lives. So it was an easy call. I said we want everything done. He says okay, I'm going to intubate her, and uh, so that's fine. You know, asked her if I could come see her, and she said yes but you need to give us time and then call in. And so I gave them time, you know, I was hoping to get in to see her. I went to the hospital. I said, no, not yet. Come back in 45 minutes. And so I ran home, did some stuff, came back probably a couple hours later, and I still wasn't allowed in. So about 11 o'clock, I get a call, 11 or 12. I can't remember. It all blurs together so fast. From the ICU doctor. And he said, look, intubation's not working. I'm going to put her on an ECMO machine. Or maybe that was a 
maybe that. No, I think it was the emergency room doctor said they're sending her up to ICU and, and putting them on, putting her on the ECMO machine. Um, so she asked if I had heard of it. I says, she rings a bell, but I don't know what I'm doing. So she, I think she tried to explain it to me. Quite frankly, I didn't understand it. Or if she did explain it to me, I don't remember. Long story short, ECMO, ECMO, is where they take the blood, so they put a a big line in your femoral artery and one in your jiggler vein up in your neck. And they take the blood, your blood outside your system, oxygenate it and put it back. So the emergency room doctor called me, and, or sorry, the ICU doctor called me, told me what they are doing. And he said that her lungs were spasmed, so they're basically not functioning, which is why they had to go on the ECMO. He said it's the safest way right then to keep her safe while they wait for her lungs to relax. So, okay, that's fine. I mean, it was serious. I understood that, but I didn't, you know, at the time understand how serious. So I finally get in to see her at Thursday evening, and it's, it's hard when you walk into a ICU room and your wife is got like frick there looked like there was like at least 20 different ivs going and you know four different machines it was it was it was tough so anyways i stay there you know morning doctor comes back in and he he said you know it's very serious so she's extremely sick and i said so is this something like that I should be calling her family and, and asking them, telling them to come in and say their goodbyes. And he said to me, he says, you need to understand how serious this is. He says, she cannot get any sicker. He said, I can't tell you what to do. But she's extremely sick and she can't get any sicker. So you do what you feel in that case you need to do. So I will tell you something, having the Monday, your wife being okay, to going into the ICU on the Thursday and understanding finally that it was extremely tight whether she lived or died. If they hadn't got her there that fast and put in the intubation and everything like that, she wouldn't have survived because her lungs weren't working. It changes you, unless you're an asshole or a narcissist or a sociopath, whatever you want to call it. Over the weekend, my life changed. And what is incredible, and if you believe in God and the power of prayer, miracles, all that... What is incredible that is almost as fast as this happened to her, she started to get better and the doctor was baffled. He said, it's incredible. So I'm sitting here Thanksgiving Monday and my wife gets discharged from ICU. She's now in a hospital room, just a regular hospital room. The... You know, she's got the, the scars and, and the marks from the ECMO and from the intubation. Took her a while to get come out of that. 
But she's okay. But I'll tell you what, I wasn't okay. Because you know what? When you deal with this stuff, and if you've been there, you understand. How do you deal with the fact that your wife may be dying? Relatively young wife may be dying. You don't. At least not in that time and and well. Because you're just surviving. You're just going through the motions. You know, trying to be there for your kids. Trying to help them and make sure they're okay. But I tell you one thing for me, it changed my life. I made decisions over the weekend that will impact our future for the rest of our lives. And when I say that, I mean, I'm changing the things I do. My life is short. My wife's life is short. Your life can be taken at any minute. So what are you doing to live your life as opposed to just surviving? I tell you, it was on my mind all weekend as I sat there beside her hospital bed. And for me, I came up with some things that I'm going to be acting on. And I have already started to act on. Because I refuse to let my life slip by without living it. And without living it to the fullest I can with my lovely wife and my kids. When you go through something like this, it changes you. And you get pretty clear on what is not important to you. You know, and that's that's something that you have for yourself if you're listening. I don't want you to have the experience I had. Because it was freaking hell. But what I want you to do is make the choices to live your life. Make the choices that help you enjoy the time with your family and with your friends. Because I will tell you one thing. You know, no one's going to sit there when their time is up and say, I wish I could have worked more. You're going to wish you had made the choices to enjoy your life. And we all have to work. We all have to do things. I get that. But one other thing I realized this weekend is that a lot of us sell ourselves shorts. We don't understand how smart we are and the abilities that we have. And if we walked into those and and acted with them, our lives and those around us would be greatly impacted for the better. So that's what I want to leave you with this Thanksgiving day. I'm so thankful that my wife loved, lived. Sorry, I'm becoming a little bit of a blabbering idiot. 
And I'm thankful for friends and family who reached out. And, you know, people I don't even consider friends. I had one message. It's another thing that happened is, is the night she went into the hospital, my Facebook account got hacked, deleted, and just got screwed up. So I had to go posting for my wife's account about where she was at. Someone I've met twice sent me a message asking if she could bring us dinner. At the time, it didn't work. But you know what? Those are the people I want in my life. People like that, who I don't even know, really. And they just care. Because that's what Carly has done our whole lives, and that's what I try to do. And I make mistakes, like everybody else. But life for me is no longer to be survived. It's to be lived. So you're going to see a lot of differences come out in the next three or four months from me because Owen changed this weekend. Over the course from Thursday to Monday, the guy who walked into that hospital Thursday is not the same guy who walked out today. And I want to leave you with that. Thanksgiving. What do you really have to be thankful for? And if you're thankful for it, what the fuck are you doing about it? If you have a family and you're thankful for them, what are you doing to show them and to live the life with them? If you're just going to work every day, I challenge you that that is not living. Figure out for yourselves what you're thankful for and act upon it. I realized this weekend one of the best good things I'm the best at is leverage. I can turn money into a lot more money, relationships into much better relationships, friendships into much better friendships, etc. So if I can help you, you can help me. But I'll help you live your life. Because I'm thankful. I'm so blessed to have a family and a wife and boys that I want to be around. Are you? And if not, maybe it's time to change. I wish you all the best and happy Thanksgiving.